Hey, Northeast Pennsylvania, it's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You can also get us anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Just search The Rob O'Donnell Show. And uh, you'll be able to find the podcast. Listen to when you want, download it, listen, pause it, pick it up where you left off, skip some things. It's all up to you. It's your, You're in control. When it comes to the podcast, it's 3.09 here at the station, 70 degrees and cloudy outside. Hopefully your week's going well. We're over the hump. Towards the tail end, um, the cat was already out of the bag, but I will not be here tomorrow. You will have Sue Henry in the chair. Love having her sit in um, during this time slot. Um, was a fan listening back when she was here on a regular basis. And, uh, you know, I love the fact that she's in here and give you guys a little differing uh, opinion and uh, a new voice to hear every now and then. So uh, you could look forward to having Sue Henry here on Friday tomorrow from three to six. Um, lots going on here, and you know, I, I, I'm, I don't like tearing in to a specific agency or over and over harping on the same thing. But the Lackawanna County Office of Youth and Family Services, their leadership, the county leadership, or lack thereof, I should say, um, are serving it up on a platter. I I mean, let's be honest here. Nothing is going to change. Nothing is going to get fixed in this department until um, there's new leadership from the top down, till we have new commissioners, till we hopefully have a new head of the county's Department of Health and Human Services. Hopefully we do. That oversees the Office of Youth and Family Services. Every time William Browning speaks to the press, he makes the issues worse for himself. Anyone who's ever run an organization, anyone who's ever been in charge of anything, he is doing doing the total opposite of what you normally do. He is basically complaining in this most recent article about he has 15 employees and 5 to 10 of them are looking to go elsewhere. Well, that's not what a leader of a department does. Leader of a department gives those employees a reason to stay, a reason to fight for their department, a reason to fight for their agency, a reason to tell friends to come and join the agency because they're in desperate need of health. Now, mind you, here's an agency that was 25 to 30 employees down before these arrests even happen. So you have to ask a question, why? Is it the leadership? Is it the management style there? Is it just total... Incompetence. I mean, these are positions in a county that used to be sought after. And again, they were sought after by handshakes and who knew who and, and such like that. I get that. But you have two lame duck commissioners that don't care. They've checked out. I've already established that. And, and anyone who says anything different, just look at what they haven't done. Look at the things they don't show up for. Look at the things they do show up for. Hi, he, I'm here. I got a big smile on my face for this pool opening. But children and youth in the county, you can go all screw yourselves because you know, I'm not going to do anything to fix that agency. But a uh, big smile for the people and the kids in the pool. That's what's going on with our county commissioners. They're a disgrace. And it's a shame that they're going to be here for a couple more months because they are doing nothing good for our communities, our county. And some of the some of the quotes in the the article today are just uh, egregious. I mean, he's saying that that you, you can't find people to do this job. Well, you know what? Luzerne County just found ten last month. So what are they doing different? 
that you're doing? What's the leadership style here? Because everything I've written, read about the leadership style and the management of the Luzerne County Office of Children and Family Services, they're doing all the right things. It's, it's not a difficult process. Are you stoking the flames to encourage employees to get out of here so the problem gets so bad that everyone just leaves? Because that's what your article's portraying. Your article shows nothing about support for retention. If you gave half the support to your employees that the county commissioners gave to you during this whole ordeal, maybe they'd want to stick around. Maybe they wouldn't look for jobs elsewhere. And you know what? If there's five or ten out of your 15 employees that are looking for jobs elsewhere, Luzerne County's hiring. If that's possible. Your staff should have 50 or 60 people. You were down to 25 when these arrests happened. Something is going on in this agency before any of this happened. Now they're reaching out to the state for certain help. They've hired a different a- another agency to help with staffing. Unfortunately, the state and these agencies can only do certain things under state law. The county has to be able to provide these services. The county has to staff these services. But the saddest part here is nothing here is going to change until there's a leadership change from the top down. There will be a county commissioner change. The elections are going to uh, guarantee that. Hopefully, there's a change at the top here as well that oversees this agency. You know, he's quoted as saying it's probably the most difficult job. Well, I disagree there. It is a very difficult job. It's probably not the most difficult job. And again, is that a a recruiting tool? Telling your local newspaper to put out to anyone who might want to work in this that it's probably the most difficult job? If you can get a job with no stress, making the same amount of money, why come here? Those are quotes from a leader of an agency that is trying to hire 40 people? Now, thankfully, there, there's help here, but nothing is going to change here until the leadership changes. The problem here is from the top down. There is no bottom-up issue here. There is no middle-person issue here. This is a top-down issue. This was months, years in the making before it got to this. How did you become 25 employees short before arrests even happened? Oh, no one wants to take this job? Yes, I get COVID. Help hurt everybody. But how come our neighboring county, the county most closest to us, that most mirrors us, hired 10 people last month? But you go on, William Browning, yes, I'm talking to you, to our local newspaper, and say it's impossible. It's... It's mind-boggling. Now, I understand the exodus increased in recent weeks following the rest of the five current and former workers. Okay, well, the county is, is done above and beyond, in my opinion, and we've talked about this, in supporting these alleged and charged employees. They're supporting them with their statements. They're supporting them financially with legal fees. 
So I, I think the message to these employees that may or may not have done wrong, court will prove that. I think I would be more afraid about them saying how they didn't get the support from the top down, which may be why they're getting this legal assistance that some legal experts are saying is unprecedented, is a conflict of interests, should not be happening. Are they going to do this with other county employees if something goes awry? Now, he also says he's not had any resignations this week, but he's aware as many as five to ten remaining employees have said they're looking for other employment. Finding new staff also has become virtually impossible, he said. William Browning, director of the county Health and Human Services. Finding new staff has become virtually impossible. But yet Luzerne County, who also had their director arrested and convicted for making cases disappear, got new leadership, is rebuilding the department, and just hired 10 people last month. So it's not virtually impossible. It may be virtually impossible for you, the director of county Department of Health and Human Services, which oversees Youth Office of Youth and Family Services for Lackawanna County, but it's not impossible to competent management. It's not impossible for someone who's trying to move a department forward, trying to retain staff, trying to rebuild the process, not coming up with a three-page document thinking you reinvented the wheel. And county commissioners like bobbleheads nodding their head up and down going, yeah, this is good, because they don't care. Gone in a couple months. Next person's problem. How about you just step down now then? There's kids' safety at risk. But that doesn't seem to be the foreport, does it? Doesn't seem to be at the forefront, and it should be something that's discussed every day. It should be discussed every day at every meeting. Because it's hypocritical when I see county commissioners standing in front of a pool that took far too long to be open to begin with, smiling and nodding their heads with kids that are playing in the pool when you could care less about the most vulnerable kids in our county. But if you want a snapshot of your leadership as county commissioners, that is exactly it. You're charlatans. It's a facade. Our county's most vulnerable. And all we're getting is excuses. Amateur plans. Promises that will never happen because they don't have the staffing to do it to begin with. So why put it on paper? You're literally going to the public in public statements saying we can't, we can't, uh, it's impossible to find staff. The 10 to 15 staff members we have, um, 5 to 10 of them are leaving. And yes, I, I get the texts. I'm not saying Luzerne County Children and Youth is a, is a perfect example, but they are rebuilding. They are making positive progress. There are more than our two county Children and Youth services, and this story touches on it, where uh, Blair County also reached out for help. They also were downgraded to provisional licensing. But think about it. Since this process has started, since this has become public, with the raiding of their offices, with the arrests, all we've gotten is excuses. No ownership. Just excuses. 
after excuses. And today's article is nothing more but a bunch of excuses. It's 320 here on WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio 324. 70 degrees and cloudy outside. It's time for Rob's Rundown on this Thursday, August 10th, 2023. Things that are in the news, things that are happening in our atmosphere, probably won't get into them in depth today during the show, but since they're happening, you should be aware of them just as well as I should. Inflation for July is up 3.2%. Scranton City Council candidate and fiancé waive hearing in forgery case. New Jersey man pleads guilty in counterfeit bill use in our area. The McDade pool open. If you want to see a nice pictures of our has-been commissioners, you can. Fallen tree binds up the Biden Expressway. An elephant woman's death ruled a suicide. Some questions about the that death. Land banks use a 2012 state law to trump bid properties angering some bidders. Trump bid properties are where they put in the lowest bid and they get the property automatically without it going out to the other bidders. Land banks can do that under this 2012 state law, but I'm sure there's some out there will see Trump bid and lose their minds. Protests at Wyoming Valley West School Board meeting over a vice principal appointment. The arena... Eyes sell tower to help offset the cost of increased insurance premiums. Verizon looking to put a cell tower up in uh, Mohegan Sun Arena property. And Trump states he's not signing the pledge for the GOP debate, doubting his participation in the first debate of the year. It's interesting to see what kind of fallout there is from that, if any. And that's it for Rob's rundown on this uh Thursday, August 10th, 2023. Hope you found some of those headlines interesting. Somebody said, come on, Rob, don't hold back. Tell us how you really feel. All kidding aside, you're 100% right. Sean from Larksville. Somebody also said, what is the pay rate for the job and where do I apply? Well, you would apply, reach out to Lackawanna County. And as far as the pay rate, I know those that were arrested were making between the mid-40s and 60s. So that would be your range, depending on how many years of service and such. Their starting salary, I'm not sure. But those who were arrested were making between forty dollars and $60,000. And I know that there was discussion about increasing the starting rate for that position, which would be a great start. We, that's one of the things I talked about when this all started. So uh, just looking... Maybe they're just waiting to see who wins the election so they can hire their friends and do a big wage increase. It's Lackawanna County. I wouldn't put anything behind you. But uh, hopefully there's change. But I, I'm not, I am not uh, optimist, optimic, op- optimistic of change before there's a leadership change. And that goes from the county commissioners till they get set and hopefully put in a new person at their health and human services that oversees the children and youth because – Like I said, since the start of this, all we've gotten is excuses as county residents, and it's unacceptable. There's children out there that need help. Moving on a little bit, and I I, am a firm supporter of this. The Pennsylvania State Police are taking a fresh step forward towards body-worn cameras. Now, this has done a whole 180 swing 
in the nation where, you know, civil rights organizations, community leaders and everything were screaming for police to have body cameras. I was always a big proponent of body cameras. I've been out there on the street. I know what happens. I know what really happens. The fact that the public can see that now is a great thing for law enforcement. And if they catch something bad, hold those officers accountable to the extent and then some of the law. I agree with that 100%. But 98% of the cases where body-worn cameras brought in has been supporting the law enforcement statement on what had occurred. This is why you have these same community leaders, the ACLU and a lot of organizations, trying to get rid of body cameras now because it didn't show what they wanted. They thought they'd, they'd find this big golden goose that, look, all the police, we told you all along they were doing bad things, and now we have the video proof to prove it. Didn't prove that. So now they're kind of swinging the other way because it's a, an invasion of rights privacy. It's a, it's, it's a civil rights issue because it's capturing people that, that are just in the scene, not just the people you're dealing with. They're coming up with all different excuses. But there's ACLUs, uh, the NAACPs, there's community leaders, your, your, your typical loudmouths when it comes to anti-police rhetoric are now all of a sudden against potty-worn cameras. So for the Pennsylvania State Police to take this step, I know it is a transition, but they are hopefully finally to to start this pilot for the body-worn cameras for their roughly 4,650 troopers. Uh, We know they've had dash cams because we've seen the dash cam video and we've seen, you know, some of the, the horrible things, especially when it comes to attacks on our troopers that these dash cameras have seen. Body cameras, they're not perfect. They don't catch all, but in conjunction with dash cams and everything else, I think they will be a big plus for the Commonwealth. And I've been a proponent of body-worn cameras since its inception. There's been some departments that have really been against body-worn cameras for a lot of reasons. Cost, there's been cities and departments. Um, Storage. Again, uh, you know, hiring the administrative staff to deal with records requests and everything else. But I've talked around the country to leaderships in these positions and, and shown them the data, how much this helps your offices, how it outweighs the lawsuits that a lot of these municipalities are simply settling because they don't have definitive proof. And when you just have allegations, a lot of times it's cheaper to just say, OK, here's $10,000, go away. That's what the majority of cities do. Matter of fact, there's a whole citizenry in New York City that makes a living doing that, where they'll have 30, 40 lawsuits against the city, all about police abuse, and the police were mean to me, and they said something bad to me, and they they roughed me up here, or they grabbed me and didn't have a right to here. Well, now we have body-worn cameras. They just pull the cameras for that day and look at the incident itself. Saves a lot of money in these settlements and lawsuits because now you have the definitive proof. So I applaud the Pennsylvania State Police for going down this road, and I will be a proponent of body-worn cameras as long as they exist because, like I said, in 98% of the cases, they've supported the law enforcement take on what happened. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. It's 3.31 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Um, had some text messaging about them, people saying they've never seen a position for the Lackawanna County Children and Youth uh, advertised. 
I'm on the uh, LackawannaCounty.org jobs page right now, and it is there. So uh, it was posted on March 24th, 2023, and it's until filled. Agency responder caseworker, Department of Health and Human Services. We are looking for experienced children and youth caseworkers to respond to agency referrals from 12 noon to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Fast-paced position. See, this this is kind of misleading. We are looking for experienced children and youth caseworkers. And it says here to work from 12 noon to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Um, if they're down 40 people, don't you think they should be looking for anyone who wants to do the job of children and youth caseworker and have many hours, not just 12 to 8? So, uh, you know, that's what it says there. And an agency caseworker for Lackawanna County, as per this posting, makes $41,671. And again, it says they are looking for experienced children and youth caseworkers. An on-call emergency case wor- services caseworker makes 49721 That's also on this. There's a little little different criteria between the agency responder caseworker and an on-call emergency service caseworker. And again, that's uh, Monday through Thursday, 5 p.m. to 8 a.m., Friday, 5 p.m. to Monday, 8 a.m. So, you know, overnights, working weekends is the on-call emergency caseworker, and they make about $8,000 more. But 41671 for a caseworker and 49721 for uh, an on-call emergency caseworker, which, again, does overnights and workers. But both of them say experienced children and youth caseworkers. So uh, I, I encourage anyone who wants to do this work and actually help children to apply. I would assume the leadership there is not going to be there for too long. So um, hopefully things change for the better. And, and you guys who do this type of work or are in this field, or used to do this work and want to go back to work, work for the county, this might be a good opportunity for you. Um, we can go to the phone now. We have uh, Joe from the Back Mountain on Children and Youth. Joe. Joe, you there? Joe? Uh, we don't have Joe. Joe, you're going to have to call back if you, uh, if you uh, hear that. Uh, I just wanted to give kudos to the Wilkes-Barre firefighter, EMTs, and paramedics that were honored for saving a life. Uh, City officials honored five fire department employees at a ceremony Wednesday for saving the life of a Blackman Street resident. On June 20th, 911 struck a call for an unresponsive patient, just a couple blocks away. Fire chief uh, told the crowd, Jay Delaney. Fire crew consisting of Captain Travis Tamarantz and fellow firefighter EMT Danielle Iliano and James Starosta got in the fire engine, drove to Blackman Street, found a 60-year-old male patient with no pulse and not breathing. For all practical, practical purposes, he was not alive. As a paramedic, I can, concern, I can confirm that. Um, when the crew found the man, he had no pulse, wasn't breathing. They began rescue breathing and CPR. Starosta who was also a certified paramedic, applied automatic external defibrillator, 
defibrillated him the first time and did not convert. They defibrillated him a second time, started to feel a pulse. Uh, city ambulance consisting of paramedics Brandon Grohowski and firefighter EMT Richard Matchy, Matchy, who also certified paramedic, heard uh, the criticalness of the call, quickly cleared the hospital to join them. Um, hopefully I named everybody there, but good job for all. Anytime you save someone's life, give them another chance with their family. But Wilkes-Barre firefighters and EMTs and paramedics were honored by Mayor George C. Brown. Well done, ladies and gentlemen. Job well done. It's uh, 342 here at WILK. We'll be back after these messages. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 347, 70 degrees and cloudy. I, I just had some time to review the Lackawanna County Department of Health and Human Services. We are hiring document for agency responder caseworkers. Again, the starting salary is 41671 and an on-call emergency caseworker making 49721 Um And for an agency truly in crisis that is down 40-plus members maybe in staff, uh, I, I think they should really reword the way they're Request for applicants reads. I mean, it basically says they're looking for experienced children and youth, a lot of people new to this career that could start out and really make a difference because people who are new to this career really want to do a good job. They want to get experience. They want to do the right thing. They follow policies and procedures. They don't cut corners. Um, this, this one ad that I'm reading from Lackawanna County is not – inclusive to find people looking to get into this field. It's not drawing people without the experience in here. So um, I'm going to be monitoring this over the past next, next couple of weeks, you know, especially if they're crying that it's impossible to find people to do this job. Well, reword your, your we are hiring flyer better. Um, put it on other avenues to find because uh, – I'm getting text messages from people that they're searching job sites and it's really not coming up. A lot of people don't go to LackawannaCounty.gov. LackawannaCounty.org. Sorry about that. And then it's under Human Resources County Employment. And there, there are n- a numerous jobs that are at least on paper available for Lackawanna County. So if you're interested, go to LackawannaCounty.org. Departments, Human Resources, County employee, Employment and look for the different jobs that there are that suit you. Let's go to uh, the phone. We have uh, Joe, hey, Joe from the Back Mountain on Children and Youth. Joe, you there now? Yeah, yes, okay. I am. You got me okay? I, I got you fine. Yeah, hey, what I wanted to say is any kind of direct care is a very difficult job. Uh, there's a lot of responsibility, and in this day and age, it's gotten worse. Uh, let me tell you, when you have legislatures like in Michigan and a governor that wants to sign a law, making it a felony to call somebody by the wrong pronoun. Uh, who the heck who the heck wants to be liable to be dealing with kids that may be unruly or have temperamental problems that could say anything? We live in an age where it's like the, it's like the French Revolution. They point the finger and say, accuse, and you go get your head chopped off. Only today, right now, we haven't reached that point. But you have your life ruined. And I'll tell you what, uh, the people today, it may seem like the generation today is stupid, but they're not. They, they're they online and they see what goes on. 
they see the kind of uh, culture wars that are going on. And I don't think people want to put themselves in that position. I'll be honest. Well, to an extent. I mean, there there are agencies like this all over the country that are staffing just fine and doing things. And again, you have to, rem- you have to be reminded, this is at a time where the big push was anti-police, get the policing out of this stuff and right. put, put put social workers in. Let's get the, the, the health care workers in there. Well, if they're also saying that it's impossible to find the health care workers after they've defunded the police and done all those things, you know, not not in this case with children and youth, but I'm talking in, in general where they want to, you know, take social workers in place of police. If that shortage is there to begin with and people don't want to put themselves in that position, why'd they go down the road to begin with? But well, when- I do, be, Because government... Government thinks they're golden and, and that anybody can do, they can do anything. Anything that they come up with works. And, and we know in 99% of the cases, their, their ideas don't work. It's the free markets that solve problems. It's oh, not government. It, it, do, it does, no doubt. Um, but when a county next to us that re- most resembles us just hired 10 of these staff members last month alone, and they're saying it's impossible to hire staff here in Lackawanna County, either you have the wrong leadership or you're doing it wrong. I mean, that, that's, no. that's well, the only thing I can come to. Well, yeah, you know, and I'm glad they, and I hope they do fulfill the the needs they have. I'm not, I'm not here to say, I'm not calling to say, you know, I hope they do or don't. I, I mean, I hope no, they no. do. But, the, but my point is, the culture we live in is, it's a sick, twisted culture, and people are afraid to say anything and do anything anymore. It's, it's crazy. That's why a lot of people don't want to teach. A lot of people have left the teaching profession. Because they can't control kids. They can, you can't say anything. You can not only can you not discipline you can't even say anything or you can't I defend mean, yourself i mean look at the ones that right, outright yeah, defended themselves and they've been the one in trouble exactly you can't even defend yourself this is nuts and the government it, it's 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 the hive mentality and you know the queen bee and uh, and the uh you know the little worker bureaucracies around around them that everything is about them and the hell with the rest of us we're nothing and and this is crazy you know this is an american number one if it's here in America, what's going to be like in the rest of the world in a few years? It's really sick. I mean, when you got, you know, Greta Thunberg must stand home in front of the mirror and practice angry faces. You know, if, if you're going to complain about the environment, why don't you do something smart and start a foundation to work to work on the problem rather than sit and complain about it and become a celebrity over it? This is a, it's a we have an upside down culture in this world. It's sick. It is, Joe. It's it's twisted. It is, and hopefully it gets better. I appreciate your call, Joe. Okay, take care. Thank you. Um, Let's go to the phone now. We have uh, Jack from Scranton on Republicans versus Democrats. Yeah, I want to talk about Republicans versus Democrats. Number one, you got the Democrats who investigated Trump for like three, four years on the collusion. Nothing was there. They should have uh, reversed that decision to Republicans if they had any guts at all, because... There was no crime there. And then you have Biden, on the other hand, saying if you don't, if you don't uh, fire the prosecutor, you're not going to get the money that I promised you. And that's actually an actual crime. I mean, stuff's coming out about Biden every single day that we know that he's, he's guilty. We let him get away with everything. Just like the one day the lady was on the radio, on the TV the one day, and she was saying uh, at the funeral, uh, he was saying, I know how you feel. Yeah, my son died in Iraq, too. Now, his son never died in Iraq. He was never in the war. He's out of cancer. I mean, this guy is so incompetent. It's pathetic. And when you tell the Democrats about it, it seems they, they get mad. They want to fight with you. The minute you mention there's, there's a double standard, you know? Yeah, well, Jack, and just like I'm I'm careful about with, with Donald Trump, where things, you know, have not been found guilty. You know, things have not been proven. Allegations were made. They thought they had evidence. 
you know, the Republicans, the GOP thinks they have evidence. They've shown it. People are making their own decisions about that. But to say he's guilty before and, you know, anything was actually proven, I, I think, is disingenuous, too. But I, I get what you're saying, Jack. I appreciate your call. Okay. Thank you. It's uh, Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio. It's time for the Bloomberg Money Minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Got a text message in Rob. I was a caseworker in Luzerne County, children and youth, not at gunpoint would I go back. Not death threats, not daily dose of misery. It was insane paperwork and management. Uh, I, I get it, but I hear things are changing under the new management that's there now. Uh, I'm, I would assume it's not perfect, but they are hiring new staff. I hear the the uh, atmosphere there has improved. That doesn't mean it's great. I just heard improved, and that's the feedback I'm getting from people working in that atmosphere now. Um, hopefully it's in the right direction. Yeah, they said better under new management. Maybe 80 to 100 years of experience walked out the front door the last couple of months. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, toxic environment, toxic leadership, incompetent leadership is what loses your good and most trained employees. Um, I get it. And uh, we need to do everything we can to make sure this goes in the right direction. At least I see strives for that in Luzerne County. I'm not seeing anything as far as Lackawanna County, but excuses. And if they change it around, I'll be the first to say, great. If they revamp their their hiring ad, that would be a great start. Open it up to people new to the field. Open it up to new college graduates. Once, If you're just new out of college and you're seeing experienced X, Y, and Z, well, they're saying, I don't have experience, I can go. There's a plethora of organizations they can go to, people in fields that they can go to, people in the criminal justice field. Bring in interns during the, the summer, psychology interns, um, police cadet interns. Have them do a lot of the stuff. Yes, pay them less then you'd pay your normal person, but you know it'd still be a good, good uh, hourly rate for someone who's just looking for a summer job to get experience. And then it's a way create an environment for them where if they intern there and it was a good place for them and they can graduate and make fifty thousand dollars right away, you get them in the door. That's how you do these things. It's not rocket science. It is when you're incompetent. It's five uh, four o'clock here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show after this.